0: One there are a lot of people who lie and get away with
1: it. One small
2: step for man. people have got to know whether or not their president is It's a mystery. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle,
0: inside an enigma Military industrial complex. This week on Inside Jobs, Brian, Jean, Lee, and special guest Allison Leisinger investigate conspiracies at the movies. Whether narrative
1: or propaganda, film has played an important role in the development of the conspiracy. Certainly, figures like Vladimir Lenin, Adolf Hitler, and Edward Bernays have embraced it as such. But how has this tendency developed into the current media-saturated era? Joining me to discuss Hollywood and conspiracy are civilian investigator Eugene, I don't watch movies, I watch films, O'Neill. You bastard. And conspiracy expert Lee Golden
0: the kid stays in the podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm historian brian lane welcome to inside jobs hello guys welcome to the show thank you brian uh we have a very special guest on the line in our in our in our series of very special guests we are joined by allison leisinga
2: indeed
1: whose last name i only recently learned how to pronounce oh
2: you did it beautifully
1: Oh, thank you. And Allison, you are joining us from. Uh, you run your own movie review. Is it a Tumblr or is it a full fledged yeah, blog? It's a full
2: fledged blog. It's, it's a... full- you.
1: You shell out eighteen dollars a year for that website, I huh?
2: For sure mm-hmm. do. I for sure do. <laughs> it's, uh, my, Speaking... it's my um, Pretty much, I just watch trashy movies and write my own, I guess, impressions of them. So not an expert, but definitely a fan of a uh, trashy movies, so well
3: all <laughs> movies quote-unquote are trashy inherently. oh absolutely hey, and not. then you have <laughs> films which is the only thing i watch
0: movies like mark Wahlberg's shooter
3: or tower heist no those were films <laughs> okay, <sorry. laughs>
1: um but no yeah you 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 crank it out you say on your website that you have a Two film a day habit.
2: Yeah, depending on the depending how hard I'm working. Actually, you know, so uh, if, I, if I have a if I work project, you know, it's a it's a little less than that. But uh, when I'm loitering around the house, yeah,
0: definitely. Well, it seems like you're doing well. You got some good advertisements on the show. There was, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, on the podcast. There's a there's a link where you can uh, you can get uh, thousands of Japanese products, which, oh, which I means know. that your show has thousands of Japanese listeners, which means it's That's international and, and, and making an impact.
2: Exactly. All of my relatives that live overseas definitely read my podcast. <laughs>
0: read my <blood>. <laughs> Thousands <laughs> of Japanese relatives.
1: <laughs> Cur- I was curious about that because your website, you have pictures of people all around the world wearing your, your, your T-shirt, your My Film Habit T-shirt. Uh, and a yeah. lot of them are like in Australia,
2: yeah, yeah, they're there uh, all of them are my relatives, yes, if uh, <laughs> that's what you were asking.
0: <laughs> all of the t-shirts yeah. are your relatives.
2: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, I've got, uh, no, I, do, I, I have uh, developed a couple of international uh, readers, definitely. Um, cool. That's exciting. Um, the only one... Inside
0: Jobs t-shirt that we have is you can wear an Inside Jobs t-shirt in Grand Theft Auto Online, which is cool, oh. but not as cool as an IRL t-shirt.
2: I enjoy that. I enjoy... yes, I am hawking T shirts too, yes.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, so check out people... the website, buy buy a t shirt. There's a cool review of Machete Kills right now, is that correct? Oh
2: yeah, it's good. Yeah, tell us it's... tell
0: us about Machete Kills.
2: You know, Machetes open up opening up torsos, lopping heads off, boobs, guns, drugs, all the good. Carlos
0: stuff. Estevez is the president, correct?
2: The best worth seeing it just for
0: that <laughs> this is carlos estevez's first film right he's never been oh yeah in i mean
2: he's been okay. in other films as charlie sheen of course but uh, uh, i guess oh right yes. naturally yes, the sheens
0: have a have a long tradition of playing presidents in films you know of course martin sheen was uh you know in west wing and and he also played the president himself in uh, president kennedy himself in uh the movie, uh, TV series, TV miniseries, Kennedy, but also in the, the Guns of August, I believe, um, he plays Bobby Kennedy to William Devane's, um, uh, Jack Kennedy. So that's a, that movie you can watch on, online. So if you want to see the, the Sheen, uh, cinematic, um, presidential legacy from start to finish, you should start with, um, uh, Guns of August. And uh, end up all the way uh, with uh, Allison's website, my film yeah, habit. Yeah,
2: definitely, definitely end up with Machete Kills, with Charlie Sheen as the first uh, weed, legalizing, gun-shooting, hooker-loving president uh, who's uh, doing a lot of uh, conspiracy theory killing.
0: Man, we ex- we all expected Obama to be that guy, and he really let us all down, so that's right I here.
2: know, I know.
0: Well, well I, I was curious about Machete Kills because it seems
1: like it's... um. The first Machete had Lindsay Lohan in it, who, you know, was getting to that point in her career where she had to slum.
2: Uh, coked out and, of her mind. Coked out of her mind. It,
0: yeah, yeah. You can kind I of mean, see a boob, as I recall. Oh,
2: yeah. Tits galore in this movie, by the way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But in this movie, you have you have a, a twofer because you have Charlie Sheen kind of coming back from his... his Winning insanity, but isn't Mel Gibson also in the movie? Oh, big time,
2: big time! And he uh, is a conspiracy theorist uh, in love with space oh. and uh, rocketry, and he thinks he's clairvoyant in this movie. It's great.
1: It's amazing.
0: Clairvoyant is really good in that show Homeland. So it's interesting <laughs> that he thinks that he's her.
1: <laughs> do you th- do you think it was successful for both of them? Do you think this was a return to uh, to uh, I don't know making legitimate projects and not insulting Jews on the side of a California highway
2: well we can't make any promises Uh, it looks like Charlie Sheen is actually in on the joke not entirely clear that Mel Gibson was in on the joke Uh,
3: Mel Gibson didn't know this was a movie (laughs)
1: hey Mel just uh, walk over there and talk to someone
0: (laughs) he thought the Jews on the side of the highway thing was actually a movie so he's very confused man
2: in his defense yes
3: (laughs) in his defense the Jews are terrible people (laughs)
0: <laughs> in his defense lethal weapon one through two
1: one through two up to yeah. and <laughs> including
0: well up to the part where he pulls the the house down with the car after or with his
3: truck after that it's yeah that down. It, it kind of challenges credulity at that point yeah i i was with the yeah. lethal weapon franchise right up until then i'm like ah that seems a little over the top
1: yeah, I was with it where he dislocated his own shoulder. That seemed fun. Yeah. Oh, that was
0: awesome. Oh, and also there's the there's the poop bomb in that one too. I think.
3: No, that's Sorry. that's uh, the, um, the garbage Is that man three. Movie. That's Dumb uh, no. and Dumber.
0: <laughs> no, there's a poop bomb in one of them where Danny Glover's on the toilet and there's like a bomb that's gonna blow off his butt. And he has
3: oh to like... yeah, that I was thinking. I wrote the a Charlie paper about Sheed this in Of his movie where are garbage men.
0: Oh, <laughs> men at work. Men
3: at work. That was it.
0: And then they did one where they were like porn men, too, right?
3: Yeah, porn men at they work.
0: They were porn entrepreneurs. But we're not the film experts here. Allison is. So we should, we should move on to the, the show here, shouldn't we, Brian?
1: Yeah. So uh, today, because um, as I mentioned in the last episode where um, I had to stay at a very sad hotel in Houston for the week and was working the whole time.
3: To be clear, Brian, any hotel you stay at is a sad hotel.
1: <laughs> any any domicile where I am located immediately saddens. Uh,
0: Were you murdered in the shower after talking to a, a a creepy guy with his uh his sick old mother?
1: Yes, I was. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, if you look closely, you can see a nipple too. <laughs> Great. Um, but the blood was all chocolate fudge.
0: Uh, Bates Motel returning this fall to television sets near you. You can it's see Brian's really? Oh yeah,
2: Vera show. Farmiga. Yeah, oh, oh she's wow.
0: gorgeous. She's.
1: It's a great a, show. I love it. I've n- I have no idea about uh, what's happening on television. <laughs> you have no idea uh, what's happening outside of sad hotels next to hospitals. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm. Uh, I spend my nights googling how to make friends. Yeah, no Houston, results. famous for the place where uh, JFK stayed before he was murdered. Is that is that correct?
1: <laughs> the, that is certainly what it's famous for. It's also famous for. Um, you know, NASA, Mission Control. I tried to find some shit out. The worst uh, I d- baseball team on the planet. Um, oh. The Lee Bad News upset. Bears
0: sequel, um, where William Devane again returns as uh, <laughs> Jackie Haley's uh, dad, I believe. I'm trying to get some film references in here to, to make uh, Allison feel welcome.
1: Yeah, you're, you're really selling it. Oh,
0: um,
2: oh, but I don't watch film. I watch, I watch trashy movies, though.
0: So. Yeah, guys. Right. The sequel to <laughs> Bad Infuser. News Bears with William Devane is, is a classy film. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Man,
1: where I went to high school, William Devane had a restaurant. You went to Devane's. William Devane High School? <laughs> yeah, I went to I went to William Devane Memorial High School. William Devane
3: ran his town with an iron fist. Yeah. You went but, to
0: WD um, Tech.
3: But it was
1: the kind. Of, it was the kind of restaurant that you like your grandparents like, and um, chilies so, and cocos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like like it. Like it wasn't. It was not a high class restaurant, but you mm-hmm. could order a steak there. Did they have an so early were like? Bird oh, this, that's yeah, that's a special occasion. Brian's grandfather
0: you know? likes uh, any restaurant that is run by a man who played President Kennedy in a TV movie, um, and also if it's a friendly place where you can say things about. How you don't understand how things were like during World War II? Those internment camps were a good idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that is essentially true, but um, but it was weird. Because my grandfather liked the restaurant so much, he knew a lot about William Devane. Uh, so whenever he was in a new thing, he would like, he had nothing. We have nothing to talk about. But I would you know, go visit. And you go found visit your he'd common like, love of William Devane movies. <laughs> well, he, he thought that was appealing to the youth or something because he'd be like, hey, hey, Brian. do You see that William Devane is on 24 now. <laughs> Kids love that William Devane.
0: <laughs> he was in Space Cowboys as the guy who chews gum a lot. Uh, yeah. so that's William Devane
1: talk. Yeah, we'll be right dogs. back on
0: William Devane talk. <laughs> brought to you by the internet.
1: Um, but no, I, I, I when I invited uh Allison on, I kind of wanted to uh, get her perspective on some you know conspiracy or conspiracy adjacent movies. Uh, but you know what? Fuck it. This is just going to be a free form talk about liking movies with crazy plots about mysteries. Mm-hmm. I like and it, Allison. And Allison, you would su- suggested um, some kind of uh, movies that fall into the vein of, like...
2: Well, I'm always a sucker for uh, movies about evil corporations kind of pulling the wool over the people's eyes and somehow that kind of challenge, especially if it involves space or something
1: Ooh. so is your favorite movie plan nine from outer space <laughs> uh it
2: it that that's a, that's a fun one that's a fun one um i do enjoy some uh, robot overlords i enjoy those kind of conspiracies um evil corporations so they're that they're definitely the the most sinister most sinister oh man
0: did you see antitrust the one about like uh tim robbins is kind of like a bill gates type uh type guy and there's like an evil corporate conspiracy I
2: forgot it
0: as soon as I thought. It. It's just a horrible, horrible movie. <laughs> horrible movie, but has a great evil corporation.
2: Sponged it from my memory. <laughs>
0: is that why you write? Is that why you write the
1: reviews so that you can go back later and be like, "Oh, I did see this. I'll I had no I'll idea."
2: Wipe the memory back. clean. Exactly. Well, well,
1: what what is an example of a movie that you like uh, with like a big corporation trying to um, you know screw over the little guy?
2: Oh I mean there's always your classic you know like alien where they're trying to bring home alien specimens the corporation and their profits and that kind of stuff then you've got like your constant gardener where it's more of a everyday kind of a pharmaceutical conspiracy It was a, a bad, bad call
0: gardener it was a bad call the just huge. an every,
2: everyday conspiracy of
1: a pharmaceutical company testing out medicine in obscure parts of Kenya
2: uh, unfortunately, unfortunately uh a more common than you'd
1: like to think. no i do yeah it is it is uh very common <laughs> i just i i think it's it seems weird to call it every day because nobody fucking knows about that stuff uh or mm, kind of cares um mm-hmm. but yeah the the alien reference is really interesting because that is uh you know so much of so much of that first movie is really a horror movie uh, just tom scary, right. terrifying oh, the no. audience just ter- just a terrifying movie
3: And then the second half is a romantic comedy.
0: (laughs) In Tom Skerritt's mustache, no one can hear you scream (laughs) because you're too busy kissing.
2: Um, Who can resist?
1: um, But yeah, that is that is a really weird conspiracy movie because the, um, you know, once Ian Holm spills the beans about his mission and. the what what is it's a weird company name is He doesn't
0: it? spill the beans, he spills out his weird shit, uh shit like robot rice, rice water wow, guts. <laughs> He's just worries. made out of rice water.
1: Uh but yeah, what's the name of the corporation that has sent them up to go after this alien? Oh uh, It's got some odd name.
0: But uh um, the Wayland
3: utah
2: Wayland. Yes, that's it. It oh, makes it man, come back nice. in
0: Prometheus. Oh right. Rice. Yeah, you meet Wayland, right?
2: Oh yeah. It's a uh, guy pearson in horrifying, horrifying old person makeup.
0: <laughs> Usually my, he's in uh, horrifying, horrifying uh, young person makeup. <laughs> you know. <laughs> my my uh my roommate
1: had a copy of Prometheus on like our, our side table for ages and I eventually asked him about it and he was like, Oh yeah, somebody who worked on that movie gave it to me. He said it's not worth watching.
2: They kinda botched it, they kinda botched it. It could have been so good that they just yeah, kinda so much made potential. a big mess. Uh, but they but, do have some nice killer robots kind of going crazy, and some uh, some terrible uh, corporations going going over well,
1: well, what is it? What is it about the, the the evil corporation trying to screw over the little guy that you like about these movies? I mean,
2: because it's so sinister. They have so much money. There's no fighting back. There's no fighting back. It's like pure horror.
0: Mm-hmm. Blade Runner is kind of a good counterpoint to to Alien. And they're both Ridley Scott movies, and they both have like you know these. Uh, these evil corporations, that's the Tyrell Corporation in that case, but it's, it's it's the opposite. It's about a man who can't escape Earth, he can't go to space, and he's trapped with these lousy robots.
2: And who can forget the classic Charlton Heston, Soylent Green? That's like the original. Oh, oh so good. Good. Stuff. good stuff. Yes. And that's a
3: corporation with all the power. How mm-hmm. come they never make movies about nice corporations? Well, who would want to watch that?
0: <laughs> what about that movie Jobs? <laughs>
1: Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, where they, where 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 he invented all those
2: iPads?
3: Is that the Man, Aspen Kutcher one? I tried watching yes. that movie. I really, oh. I really did. And after like the third or fourth scene where they show the wooden computer that the other dude is making with like this geographizing glow, like they're opening <laughs> a treasure, and Steve Jobs is like, "What
1: is, is- this?" Is- is it is it like the suitcase in Pulp it's Fiction? It's like the
3: suitcase in Pulp Fiction when they show it. Like, there's almost <laughs> – like, it seems like at the last <laughs> second they edited the sparkles and, uh, <laughs> like, halation out at the last second because that would have been overdoing it. Would it but be fair
0: just... to call that movie That 70s Computer Entrepreneur?
3: Yeah, yeah For why shame. didn't they do that? For
2: shame. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. Yeah, this is pretty was, bad. Yeah. That's cool. terrible. I like how Allison comes in and within ten minutes is shaming Lee <laughs> for his bad jokes.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's, somebody's got to do it.
0: Oh man, you say you say shame uh, almost as good as a uh, person who writes into uh, uh, public radio stations um, to complain.
2: Um, that, that, that's their hobby. You can't fault them for that. What else do they have in their life?
0: Yeah, <laughs> every day someone writes into NPR and says something about shame on you. I, I, am I wrong about that?
2: Um, I, I, I I believe uh, it's for shame.
0: Oh, for shame! Okay, for
2: shame! Thank for you. shame. Uh,
1: um, but I do, I do like that that, that idea of, uh, of the evil corporation trying to go after people. Because how do you um, fight
2: against that?
1: Yeah, because how do you fight about it? It's it's got it's got a lot of Brazil That's and nineteen eighty four to it. This evil bureaucracies run amok. This e-
3: um, this
0: evil HVAC company run amok in Brazil.
3: I think the government secretly funds these movies basically to tell us, yes, all the corporations are evil, and there's no use fighting it. Just right. uh,
1: but you should trust
3: the government, because we're, we're not up on the side we of We are fighting for the little guy that these people are trying to quash.
0: Just like Robert De Niro in Brazil.
3: Man, I just called it Brazil.
0: <laughs> what the hell's wrong with me?
2: Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> I like... sound like
0: Oliver Stone. There's lots of great <laughs> ideas in Brazil.
2: I don't know, though, but maybe sometimes you run the risk of having a, like a demolition man situation. Where corporations and the government have merged. And then what do you do?
0: You go to Taco Bell because it's the only restaurant. It's
2: delicious.
1: <laughs> you, you unfreeze Sylvester Stallone and have weird pill-based cyber sex with him. Yeah. I think the Taco Unwrapper.
3: Bell Pizza Hut merging kind of foreshadowed the merging of uh, uh, corporations and government and demolition man.
2: Uh, They also own Baskin Robbins now too. Baskin Robbins too.
1: (laughs) Next
0: Skynet. Mm, Yes. But uh, wait, in
1: Demolition Man, uh, they freeze what's his name Wesley Snipes. Then why did they freeze Sylvester Stallone? Was that a coincidence? No. Just in case they unfroze him, right?
2: Police brutality.
1: Oh Oh, right. he right. He
2: killed all of those. He killed all of those civilians.
3: And then they, like, forgot about him or something.
2: Whoops.
1: Yeah, they put it? him in the same... They, they stored him in the same chamber as they were s- stealing forever young Mel Gibson. <laughs>
0: right next to Austin Powers. <laughs> right next to the Ark of the Covenant. And Walt Disney. Oh, no. <laughs> and I hope Walt Disney is in that vault from Indiana Jones.
2: That would be a terrifying freezer to open up.
0: Yeah, he's being studied by top men.
3: I want to see that exhibit. At, I mean, it's like, you might as well embrace it, Disneyland. Just have a, like, see the frozen Walt Disney, you know. <laughs> you could make that, put it a California adventure.
2: Although I hear that during <laughs> yeah.
3: the California brownouts that all of those the
2: specimens just melted into ooze.
3: Oh, and then that's why Ooh. we had that zo- all those zombie Walt Disney freezing, uh, <laughs> sightings. Yes. Yeah,
2: when, when,
1: when those, uh, what was it, the, the Nine Old Men of Disney... <laughs> uh, just started walking around. Oh <laughs> I works and and those guys.
0: Man, I'd sure. like to think that Walt Disney is like kind of cozily sleeping in a cybernetic freeze, holding a jar with Hitler's brain. I in, think you hoping mean hoping cryogenic
3: freeze, Lee. A cybernetic freeze. What the hell? So would when you're that frozen be? as a robot, oh, that's, like a, that's, that's singularity coming back.
1: S- <laughs> that's yeah. like Johnny Johnny Mnemonic.
2: Trouble. Yeah, but yeah. So you
1: you had mentioned those kinds, but what were the others uh, you had mentioned about movies like robots, evil robots oh, taking over? Oh, I love over? I
2: love movies about the singularity. Ooh, yeah, I love movies about the singularity and about the robots taking over. It's good stuff. It's good
1: stuff. I'll be honest. I kind of don't really know what the singularity is.
2: Oh, that'll be when robots uh, eventually reach. Uh, significantly um, advanced stage of uh, artificial intelligence that they're that they can start developing on their own and start uh, advancing on their own independent of humans and they take us over
1: and enslave us all so skynet basically
2: the matrix terminator Battlestar Galactica Oh Hal in two thousand one, Space Odyssey tries to murder all the humans aboard.
1: Oh, right. that is a, that is another kind of corporate yeah. um uh conspiracy because they they don't tell Bo- Dave Bowman or the other guy. David Bowman Frank, Frank <laughs> frank Poole. they don't tell the one, those two. the one that gets
2: ejected into space I, I the like one it. that gets
1: ejected into space and if you're a young brian reading the 2001 series of novels and you get to 3001 and they're out of protagonists and they're just like frank Poole survived in space i don't
2: <laughs> he's know he's back he was perfectly frozen and they brought him back to life come on you Jesus. guys it's perfect perfectly brian... reasonable perfect perfectly preserved in space
0: arthur's um, even arthur c Clarke didn't read
1: that book <laughs> <laughs> That's because he was blind from diabetes oh, i gosh.
2: i i am a i am a sci fi fan, and uh, my father's a scientist, and so I was required to read all of those novels
1: <laughs> oh yeah no. they they get they get severely worse oh yeah
2: like, oh yeah big time big time bad
1: the the first one is is nowhere near as good as the movie, and then oh really f- from there they just start getting insane yeah crazy. Hmm. but uh, so I'll say the two thousand one movie is uh, you know, great. It's a, it's a Cooper classic, but the book Ooh, is is Kubrick. not as great. But then you go to the second one, and the movie is just fucking terrible. Oh, do
2: not watch that. It's terrible. It's
1: uh, not- it stars the dude from Third Rock from the Sun. Jaws. His name it stars Jaws.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, what is his French name? French Stewart? The, yeah, it stars French Stewart and Joseph Gordon Levitt, <laughs> uh, and they and uh and yeah jaws and they go (laughs) they go to the discover to like find out what happened and they have to like treat hal as a child that they're trying to raise to try to get him to remember what he did and what happened
0: don't they bring like a new hal pal or something like that it's uh it's a woman hal
3: hal might try to get some freaky computer sex going
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh it's just like when the borg queen showed up (laughs) and data Let's knows so. the last second that he had sex
1: but whereas the mysteries of 2001 were you know very compelling and evocative the mysteries uh,
0: of first contact were even more <laughs> the mis- the mystery of 2010 uh oh they just they it? just they
2: just beat you over the head with it there that's it.
0: the year we make contact right is it the year we make contact the movies at least that's what it's called I, yeah I, anyway I, the mystery is just like mm,
1: something happened That's it. It's not even fucking
2: interesting. It's no good. Don't watch it.
0: Don't they get a new sun or something at the end? They do get a
2: new sun. sun. (laughs) They do get a new
1: sun. Uh, The one of the Jupiter, one of the Jupiter moons uh, goes nova or some shit, and it becomes a new. Oh, Europa,
2: I think. I think it was Europa. Yeah, I think it was Europa.
1: It becomes a new sun that they call Lucifer. Which yeah. seems weird. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah,
2: they're they're, they're they're going a little crazy with the imagery. Going yeah, a so crazy.
1: now, so now, Earth has two suns, uh, and then that, like a big detail like that, is even something that they kind of forget about. Wouldn't that destroy, destroy our birds? atmosphere
0: and murder us all?
3: No, it would just be more tan.
2: It would burn <laughs> all the water off of our planet. Uh, we would uh, definitely,
0: and we'd, we'd all be as death. tan as William Devane.
3: The, yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. no just the suns would take turns so we wouldn't have nighttime anymore
0: they would high-five each other
1: <laughs> well i mean we already have tom cruise so now it's actually like we have three sons oh. <laughs> oh, jesus <laughs> his star. his star will never sh- stop
3: shining uh, do you guys <laughs> want to hear a great theory i heard about terminator 2 yes yes a fan yes, theory and it yes. is that skynet uh they they know, and I guess, obviously computers can't be subconscious, but on some level they know that uh, they wouldn't have any function if they successfully, they completely wiped out the human race. Because think about it, they develop all these robots to go hunt down humans, which has just got to be the most inefficient way to kill all humanity. You could just... Just bomb the planet with anthrax a couple times. No, you have
0: to build robots based on 1970s bodybuilders and have them take them down one at a time.
3: <laughs> yes, that is the bad way to do it, but it is also <laughs> the good way to do it because it ensures that it gives the human beings a fighting chance. And so every so often, Skynet lets human beings win just so that they can. So just so that they basically have an opponent, because basically they're a war technology, and if they have no one to go to war with, they would cease to have any function. Well, so they, they pretty know. much
2: acknowledge that in, in the fourth Terminator, the Christian Bale Terminator, where Skynet does feed them some like secret codes. So oh,
3: do they? they I they was do. so stoned during that movie, I don't remember oh. <laughs> any of this stuff. It's, <laughs> so, it's,
2: it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Watch it again. Watch it again.
3: The so, so Skynet, Skynet has like movie? a backdoor...
2: It allows them to, uh, it allows the humans just enough uh, access to information to keep them kind of going. It does. It's, so they, they kind of do acknowledge that. I think Wait,
1: so Gene, so your friend didn't so much as describe a theory as the plot of the fourth Terminator.
3: Yeah. Movie. <laughs> Basically. Oh, no. But to be fair, Your my friend, friend is friend... Christian Bale, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was friend screaming is the theory You're... at me.
1: <laughs> he showed up, coked out of his mind, and he's like, dude, let me tell you some shit. But then we are done oh professionally. <laughs> uh, was that also the movie where he yelled at the cinematographer? It is indeed.
2: It is indeed. Oh, yes. We have uh, the like golden. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful.
1: It was a uh, little one
2: on Newsies. Little
3: one. He had an explosion <laughs> on Newsies.
1: <laughs> yeah. An explosion meant to pop superstardom. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that is another thing that is kind of more prevalent in. Kind of the the Buzzfeed era is uh, is people having weird theories about movies, mm-hmm. like connecting them all. Do we have There's to call that it famous the
3: Buzzfeed era.
1: I mean, what else is it? The listicle era, the era of Brian being out of
3: touch. Crack dot com era.
1: Yeah, we'll say that the cracks dot com era, where you where you, the AOL
0: hometown era.
2: <laughs> the it's, the, it's, the, it's the shaking your fist at the kids on your lawn era. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but but those those lists where it's just like here's the theory connecting all the Pixar movies, yeah, and right. here are the clues that are in you know where it's taking, you know essentially Easter eggs that are planted in mm. the back background of every Pixar movie and extrapolating out this grand unifying theory to make all of the movies
0: exist in one universe and have some sort of through line about or that. Like, um james bond is actually not a real person he's an identity that they give to multiple people over (laughs) the years that one yeah uh,
1: yeah the the fan conspiracy theorizing to account for mm, if
0: not flaws then just standard inconsistencies in the movies it was basically uh, just sean connery saying i am nothing like pierce brosnan there's no way you can uh, make me the same person
3: chewbacca was a rebel spy Wait, killed wait, wait. somebody in a head-on collision.
1: Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Chewbacca was a what?
3: There's, I don't know enough about Star Wars. It's just I've heard this that it's like Chewbacca was a spy for the for the Empire or something. Somebody who like knows it. Star Wars could fill in the details here, but that's uh, yeah. They all really six films.
0: He really um.
3: It is a film no, theory. Yeah.
0: Th- yeah, that's horseshit. The actual history of Chewbacca <laughs> is. Is related. It's basically the same story as Amistad. There was like a, the Wookiees were like enslaved by the Empire. I guess after and then Matthew Broderick gets in them their freedom three. after the battle of Kashyyyk. <laughs> yeah, so there's like an uprising on a on a ship, and a young Imperial officer is supposed to take them down, but he decides to rescue them instead. And that young officer was Han Solo.
2: Ew. And so the Wookiee owed him his life.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which
1: uh, which novelization is that from?
0: I don't know. I don't really read the Star Wars novels. I used to read some of the, like the comic books, but it's mostly just from uh, just like you know talking to people who read the novels. I, I usually I like to hang out with people who are nerdier than me, so I can kind of absorb nerd knowledge.
3: Oh, my
2: brother! My brother could go to town with all of that stuff. He reads all he reads all the Star Wars novelizations. He could actually talk oh, cool. to. To some of
3: that. Best fan theory is that at the end of uh, fuck, what is the name of that goddamn movie? Brian, the King, Elijah Wood. Oh the
2: no! The
1: King. Oh,
3: uh,
1: <laughs> Radio Radio Flyer.
3: Flyer. At the end of Radio Flyer, uh, rather than the kid literally escaping in a flying wagon, uh, Joseph Mazzello, he dies, and then Elijah Wood's character later, Tom Hanks's character, out of some sort of Psychic um, compensation for his guilt over killing his brother hallucinates (laughs) him flying away, uh, but then also kind of justifies that he saved him. Quote unquote. That sounds like a Korean horror film. Yeah,
2: a Korean horror movie.
0: Yeah, they all lived inside the TV too.
3: Cause like, come on! Like the brother never visited Tom Hanks again. He just sent him postcards from around the world in his wagon that's still able to fly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think that, it, like the me, the me, the metaphor or whatever
3: of of escaping
1: uh, from isn't the so awful magical. Dad or something. Yeah, isn't so magical when you're like, oh yeah, he why would why wouldn't he have visited Tom Hanks when there was literally zero danger? Yeah. After doing <laughs> is he so? afraid
3: the king is still there? Like, the Just old on, enfeebled uh, king will beat him up. <laughs> He's waiting on, for him uh, at the airport, cracking his knuckles. If you had
0: seen lead. Polar Express, you would not visit Tom Hanks either.
2: Oh, that's terrifying. That's, that movie's horrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's
0: horrible.
3: It,
2: why, oh, is it
0: horrifying? the uncanny I refuse valley? to visit him after that.
3: Yeah, it's nightmare since inducing. he announced he
2: has diabetes.
0: Yeah, is <laughs> that what
1: gave him diabetes? Probably. He's playing
0: uh, Walt Disney, isn't he, Allison? You would know yes. you're
1: a movie person. He's
2: in... Oh. oh, I can't keep track of all these classy <laughs> movies. Why would you take me for an expert?
1: <laughs> Films, really? Oh, um, no, yeah. He is, he is playing Walt Disney in the. Uh, it's like the creation of Mary Poppins, the movie. Yeah. The movie.
0: And they were filming at Disneyland. Did you. Oh, man, this is awesome. So they made this movie, like Escape from Tomorrow. And oh, basically. Yeah, yeah. These people. Uh, It was like a a undercover kind of guerrilla independent film that they filmed at Disneyland for several years going to Disneyland every day, wearing the same clothes because it's supposed to take place over like a couple of days about like this man who loses his job and then takes them, takes his family to Disneyland, falls in love with some like young French teenagers and then uncovers some crazy Disney conspiracy theory inside the park that looks is awesome an indie,
2: is that an indie film or is that a- oh yeah, yeah it's,
0: I mean uh, it's certainly not made by the Disney corporation
2: oh, that, <laughs> I, that sounds wonderful I
0: yeah there's a trailer online it looks really good
1: it's playing it's playing in uh in New York right
0: now and well not all uh, of think... us can live in the snob capital of the world Brian it's also on video on demand. You can rent it from <laughs> iTunes. Uh,
1: which I which I believe is available everywhere. Um, but right. uh but Fair enough. Friend, I'm renting that tonight. <laughs> friend of the show, Ari unpronounceable Icelandic last name. Oh, I enjoy
2: those Icelandic last names.
1: God, it's Ari Gunnar Torsteinstan, I th- I think. Uh, yeah we'll just say it's that yeah um he uh he host of the movie homework podcast Ooh, cool. uh, tweet tweeted about it being awful really? Uh, which, re- yeah, oh, which really yeah which really took the took the wind out of my sails because i thought i i agree lee when i heard the story i was like oh fuck that sounds awesome i'm still watching and it i'm
2: still watching it
1: like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah me too full of awe. well yeah his english is terrible because he's from iceland so right so what he ma- i mean,
2: what he meant was amazing really right Pardon? What he meant was amazing, right?
1: Yeah, he meant amazing. He meant awesome. I like that. He, he, yeah, he full was full of
3: awe, exactly. Full of
1: yeah. awe seeing the movie. I'm uh, cynical yeah, about it, this movie yeah. because
3: I heard that at first the Disney corporation was going to like do everything to prevent this movie from seeing the light of day. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, they're ruthless. And I, 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 definitely have friends like I've had friends that have been detained in Disney prison. So yeah. like yeah. I I definitely like, know i indefinitely how they detained can
3: be. in Disney detention. But then we heard, okay, the movie's coming out and it's fine, which Uh led me to two conclusions. Either that Disney saw this movie and they were like, oh, this really isn't, you know, this isn't bad. Which is like, well, I want to see the movie that would be the movie that Disney wouldn't want us to see. So if they're signing off on Uh it, then whatever. Or worse, Disney all along was in on this movie and concocted a marketing scheme
1: yeah, which makes you just angry.
3: Yeah,
2: you no. Are I think, a I, I think that Disney, as an evil corporation, secretly got to the footage and altered it to make themselves look Ooh. good. Ooh. Uh,
1: there um, there is a, another movie that Disney did uh, keep from release, uh, but this the provenance is is much less interesting. Song of the right South. <laughs> it's
3: delved into oh, it. No. Part. Of, what did you say? Gene? I said, "By all means, delve into the very un- uninteresting story." <laughs> <laughs> um, Up top, when they were
1: when they were uh, developing uh, the Emperor's New Groove, um, they hired – It was supposed to be like a lavish type
0: of Disney with movie with Patrick kind of, Warburton. Patrick Warburton's in that. <laughs> no,
1: not 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 at all. When it first started it was supposed to be like in the vein of a Lion King. And I believe the director was even one of the directors of Lion King. A musical and, Hamlet? Yeah, they went down to um uh, the uh, the Andes and like, you know, did a lot of research and it was supposed to have these lush visuals and feature a lot of flora and fauna from the era and a lot of designs from the indigenous cultures there. Uh, but the dude was taking too long. Uh, and uh, while he was making the movie, he hired Sting to write some songs for the movie. <laughs> oh, dear. And, and Sting agreed on the condition that his documentarian wife... Could film the goings on of the movie. Oh, that sounds awesome! Uh, so, like, make the the behind the scenes. So it was getting way over budget and way yeah. over schedule, and so they fired the director and they brought in uh, some different directors. And they were like, "Okay, instead of this lavish story, we're going to make it, uh, make it a ho- No, we're going to make it a hilarious comedy starring David Spade, John Goodman, and Patrick Warburton of all people, also known and- as Putty
0: from Seinfeld. And
1: and we're going to um, fire Sting. Sorry. Thank you for writing all the songs, but we're going to fire you. So apparently the movie that his wife made is out there and you can, oh, you know, it's like bootleg available, but Disney prevented it from being released. Awesome. And it's, you know, it shows the scenes of like the director getting fired over the phone and that's the awesome. confrontation with Sting where they're like, hey, Sting. Thank you for writing all the songs. We're only going to use one over the credits because none of the songs make sense because we
0: totally changed the plot of the movie.
3: I just think they realized it was horribly
2: racially (laughs) insensitive.
0: Yeah, it sounds pretty terrible. (laughs) Allison by the way when you when yes. you mention your friends being locked in disney prison oh, yeah. i, I oh, imagine yeah. them in that prison from Pirates of the Caribbean and like they have like a little bone they were they were
2: shaking they were shaking uh, tin cups definitely at the dog
0: definitely. yeah trying to get the trying to get the keys from the adorable animatronic dog <laughs> uh with a little bone
2: cute, but he he's a tough jail key though so he, he 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 yeah. won't let those keys go easy
0: yeah he's a good pup.
2: The the key the key the key is tucking a little bit a little bit of beef jerky into your purse. <laughs> uh,
1: um, our friend Jordan Morris was once taken to Disney Jail. What did, uh, he, what did he do? He and his friends. Fuck. He's probably told he this on some episode fucked.
3: of. <laughs> <laughs> he and his friends were fucking at the uh, right at the top of splash mountain
2: by the way that will get you into disney prison
3: yeah, yeah they have a strict mm-hmm. no fucking policy there's a they sign do. right when you buy tickets warning do not fuck
1: well disney was a fascist um no jordan he's probably told this on some episode of jordan jesse go but he probably used it in like episode three so i don't he hasn't don't know told where, it on this it show he hasn't told it on this show, nor knows about the show, probably. <laughs> um, but so he safe. and his – he and his friends in uh, high school uh, – they went to high school in Orange County near Disneyland, and that was just kind of like a place you could go. Uh, and they had a joke with one another where you have – you know those pipes that you fill with, like, um, soapy water and you blow and bubbles come out? Yeah. He and his friends would take those empty – but they would put them in their mouths and just talk to one another in funny voices, and that was like uh-huh. their gang's thing. And so it'd be like, "Oh, hello there!" Oh,
2: there's nothing more harmless than a bubble pipe. Come on. Uh,
1: so they were in the haunted mansion. Th- they were in the haunted mansion, and the ride stopped. And uh,
2: enough- it, as as, oh. as it does every single day. I, yes. I, yeah, I've been, I've- it's a great
0: place to make out, actually. Like in the little doom buggies. When you're uh, telling the me.
3: You're, yeah. telling, um, you're telling my dad. You know what? <laughs> yeah.
0: I remember in the
1: streetcar episode, we decided the best place to kiss in Disneyland was Tom Sawyer Island. It's true. There the I best place the to best kiss, place kiss a to little, little boy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I Jean? thought that was the best place to glory hole, according to uh, our old guest Aurora from yeah. uh, my Oh, yes. Oh, good wasn't there, there that? Good uh, Aurora
2: uh, Nibley from the yes, good Aurora uh, Weekly Nibbley. Dictator podcast. Yes. They, they,
1: they, oh, they're they how dudes. i found your podcast by the way oh cool nice yeah. it was smart of us to invite her on yeah <laughs> a, an additional one fan to bring our total to a well let's not design. go too far
3: with the word fan she heard about the podcast <laughs> doesn't mean she's a fan <laughs> they, they, they are they this. are they
2: are your arch nemeses of course yes no we 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 buried that hatchet
1: that in is in their skull in good too yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> you enjoy this I podcast as you enjoyed the later Arthur C. Clarke novels of the 2001 series. Your dad <laughs> makes you. Your dad makes you listen to this podcast.
2: Naturally. Um,
1: but the end of the story is that Jordan and his friends had those. The ride stopped. They got ushered off to Dizzy Jail, and the, and the guard is like, "All right, boys, give me the pot." <laughs> and watching through surveillance cameras, they thought Jordan and his friends were smoking pot. But uh, but yeah, they didn't have any, and uh, so it was it was okay. But he said that they were followed around at a distance by a Disney official for the rest of the How time. How long did it take
3: them to convince this guy that no, we just like to pretend that we're smoking out of these things because it's a stupid joke that we do. <laughs> I mean, honestly, and this
1: is not—I don't mean this is an insult to Jordan if he ever even hears about it. I mean, but, we kind of uh, do, but. Go ahead. <laughs> but Jordan, Jordan's storytelling ability is based around developing the story into a bit. So I imagine that the, by the time he told me the story, a lot of facts had been ushered aside in favor of mm. making the story better. And then he so skanked
0: away I... to ska music.
2: <laughs> As the teens in the 90s are wont to do.
3: A great sequel to this story would be Jordan is hired by somebody to help him break back into disney jail to get somebody <laughs> out
0: wait but there's a couple of conspiracy movies that i think we should mention uh, for the folks out there manchurian candidate we probably talked about this in the show uh go watch the movie go read the book um, i've only there's...
2: seen the meryl streep version
0: though watch oh, that you too gotta see the great. angela lansbury version they're yeah. both great and also the, really the author of, of, of that, Richard Condon, Richard Condon wrote another book about the Kennedy assassination called Winter Kills. And there's cool. a terrible movie, um, with Jeff Bridges, but you should totally read the book and see the movie. And, and Brian, can I read a passage from the book? I've been really wanting to do this.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> it's not like we're hosting a
0: show. <laughs> so the, the president is called Tim, Timothy, uh, in, in the, the book. And he says, the marvel of the presidency, Tim told his brother Nick over and over was the dramatic acceleration of the action. By his records, until the time he had entered the White House, he had scored 470 girls. By the time he entered the Senate, only five years later, he had scored 903 girls, which was pretty fantastic acceleration itself, Tim said, considering it had taken him a lifetime to get to 470. However, from the day he announced for the presidency until the day he was inaugurated, the score had soared to nearly 1,600, three the morning of Inauguration Day, which showed that the power of entering the highest office... Could do, boy, when you enter, you really enter, Nick said admiringly, so uh, you should go out and read that book <laughs> see that movie <laughs>
1: thank, thank you for that,
2: oh no, I will be watching that movie <laughs> it's Yeah, it's, it's super
0: fun that sounds winter well, like kills winter
1: I'm, i I'm, I'm very happy that we were able to get you on, Allison because uh, this has been a very fun show, and especially fun for me because. Uh, it's nice to just sort of shoot the shit instead of uh, wasting all my free time reading about stuff. Uh, that. <laughs> so that was fun, but um, yeah. So thank you very much. And can can you remind people where your website is if they would like to go read your reviews of trashy uh, movies?
2: Of course, it's uh, myfilmhabit.com. dot uh, com. It's a lovely blog. I update it uh, several times a week. Uh, T shirts. Yeah, are and available. people.
1: <laughs> people can follow you on on twitter too right
2: absolutely it's also um at my film habit um all one word and uh there's a facebook page as well
1: and people can just drop by
0: your house and hang out right oh of
2: course of course yeah the living room <laughs> definitely yeah
0: people can just go through your garbage right
2: oh of course yeah 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 down in the dumpster you just just because just gene really needs some
0: food right now
1: <laughs> oh god i'm starving now That. Now that that shutdown's (laughs) finished, you're finally getting those checks, huh, buddy? Although
2: the garbage company does come around Tuesday morning, so just make sure you're there on a Monday night, you know, to get the really good picking.
1: Right.
0: Man, what if, like, uh, government, uh, like, the the doll was they just sent you other people's garbage through the mail?
1: (laughs)
2: Oh, Jesus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they take rich people garbage and give it to the poor.
2: I don't know. They got some re- pretty ritzy garbage though, right? They do have some really <laughs> nice
1: garbage. I always wanted to eat Mel Gibson's. I imagine, receipts. I imagine those I imagine those Kardashians just threw away their iPhone 5s when the 5S came out. Oh,
2: yeah, they just throw away like live dogs and cats, you know. <laughs> oh, ador- very adorable pets. Very adorable. Throw pets. out all their
1: real girls. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um So, yes, if if people want to visit Allison's website, it's myfilmhabit.com. Please or at visit myfilmhabit. Go there, buy a shirt, read a review of Machete Kills. Oh, it's good. Uh, it's good, it's good. Or, or, uh, or read her uh, her slam of Room Two Three Seven. Oh, it's bad oh.
2: news. It's bad news. Yeah, yeah.
1: I agree that it is very silly. Yes, yes. Uh, but it is silly in a very compelling I way. Love oh,
2: because well,
1: I feel I feel like on the surface the movie is obviously you know about these conspiracy theories but the the sort of subtext is that just these people kind of like we talked about in our episode 12 where we just kind of looked into why people believe in conspiracies that that aspect in that movie is really prevalent and wondering why like where what was the thing that was missing in these people's lives that they had to fill it with you know, assuming that The Shining is about a Minotaur man, uh, or <laughs> who faked the or, moon landing, yeah, who faked the moon landing, or or whatever it is that they believe like that aspect, not necessarily mental illness, but some sort of, um, you know, human need to to analyze the movie. I, th- I thought it was really interesting in that regard. Gene, you loved it though,
3: yeah, I loved it. I think the, uh, for some reason, yeah, the psychology of all these people is on, is just on display through all of these theories and i guess i find that part fascinating i mean i don't i don't take their interpretations well, at face it's... value like i do think that like you're on a side note the shining is to a certain extent about the native american genocide i like that theory a lot but yeah i i 100 i am also just on board for any theory that somebody has about a movie just however crazy like
1: it's kind of like the king of the fan theory that we were talking about earlier yeah because it doesn't just offer up one interpretation, it can kind of, or maybe, any, or maybe any movie can do this, but certainly that movie has inspired it to yeah. a really rabid level that a lot of other movies don't see.
3: The director even came out a few years ago. The director of Radio Flyer said that I've heard that theory, and that's not what happens. He really does fly away, and there was this huge response of people just going, "No, sorry, like you don't get to <laughs> you don't get to tell us how to interpret. Like we're interpreting it this way."
1: And then Allison, what were you gonna say?
2: I was just gonna say that you know these conspiracy theorists and mentally ill—they just love symbols and vague uh, sweeping shots, and I think that's probably why they were attracted to the whole Stanley Kubrick kind of. I guess, aesthetic. Uh, unfortunately, I have thought that this was a documentary about some of the uh, symbols that Stanley Kubrick had actually encoded into the no. movie. Uh, not not the case. Not the case at all. Um, it's about uh, all, the, all, <laughs> <laughs> all the crazy conspiracy theorists that uh, have been drawn to the film o- over mm-hmm. the ages and uh, just how nuts they are.
0: I'm going to side with Allison because uh, I like her better than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's
2: a fair assessment a
0: fair assessment one th- one thing that i do like and and i agree with gene i think that the
1: shining really does have uh a lot uh, is talking a lot about indian genocide yeah
2: you know, um, you know because but, because of those,
1: those cans of food you know th- uh no not not just because of that like because of all the times that where they like blatantly call it out um you know like it's <laughs> It, it, I, I didn't mean that to sound as condescending as it was, but no, there are certain like yes, the can was was definitely a part of it, but uh, there's the part where he's just like, oh yeah, we had to bury this, or we had to um, Did you build this hotel. <laughs>
3: this we Native had to, American genocide.
1: We had to uh, we had to build this hotel on a on a, a Native American uh, grave site, and they actually fought off the indians coming in and and then like there's that weird part where jack finally gets a drink and he's just like white man's burden lloyd white man's burden and it just seems like such a weird thing for him to be saying considering what the white man's burden is
3: a great john travolta film <laughs> <laughs> urban cowboy film
1: yeah, notice the word film. Well, on that note, I would I would suggest that anyone could go to our website. I think that was like the third post that I ever made uh, where I d- wrote up a little thing about Room 237. But um, also go to Allison's and you can read her take on it. Or I believe the movie is streaming on Netflix at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah it, is. it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you could check it out. Uh, our website is InsideJobsCast.com. If you want to get in touch with us at InsideJobsCast on Twitter or email us InsideJobsCast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Grand Theft Auto Five team, <laughs> league, whatever, uh, go to clan some website. What is it? Socialclub.rockstargames.com and friend penguin, easy penguin e a s y penguin all one word and you can join up and then you could get one of those inside jobs shirts that Leah was talking about yeah earlier. i
0: i still have it. i need i'm remiss i have not had much time to play video games but uh I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna hop on tonight i think uh while uh while Sheree's at uh at work so if uh, anyone wants to team up with me i will fuck take this all out i forgot this is not live
1: yeah <laughs> i was gonna say
0: yeah so everybody
1: oh, yeah, <laughs> uh on uh on october 19th at like 5 p.m. western jump oh, on and you could probably God. play with lee oh, admiral God. i'm sorry
3: I,
0: I had a half a coke zero uh half a, a cherry coke and i'm just like wild today so that's why yeah. i've been like talking so much i'm sorry guys so, yeah sounds i feel like, like i've been talking over int- you all day sounds like some bad
1: Yeah you're doing it right now It sounds like somebody needs some royal crayon in the mix Uh, If you want to call our hotline 413-225-1963 We will be back next week And I believe Allison are you going to join us for our next episode I will be yes Yes. Yes. So we'll see you
3: next week Allison We will (laughs) We will be
1: back next week With our Halloween spooktacular uh, Of which I know nothing (laughs) about Free
0: House of Terror 34
1: I like it (laughs) Until then follow the money
2: Allison Lysinga.
1: Lysinga? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah,
2: that's is that, a good name. What, what is that from? That's a Dutch name. Frisian Dutch.
1: Nice. Oh, nice. Horsey country.
2: Much? Frisian. It's horsey country. Is that one
1: of those names uh, that they took to like say fuck you, Napoleon?
2: <laughs> it's uh It's a. Uh, it, it designates which clan you are from. <laughs> okay. That Zenga, that's the clan part. <laughs> Why
3: would you want to say uh, when, "fuck you," Napoleon?
1: When oh. Na- when Napoleon took over the <clears throat> Low Countries, uh, he required that people take surnames. Oh. And ah. so, a lot of Dutch people took names that were basically making fun of Napoleon. They're making so you... fun
0: of how much ice cream he ate in Bill and Ted's <laughs> Excellent Adventure.
1: <laughs> so some of the so some of the last names Dutch last names are like um, F- van Rijk, which means of the Empire, uh, uh, or or if you ever see the last name Pupjes, P O E P J E S, that literally just means shit. Yeah. And <laughs> they, like were it. What they, like they, they were taking sounds like they were making be fun a... of
3: themselves. <laughs> well,
1: it's it's it it, sounds, it, 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 it was it, they thought it might be like temporary but now there have been generations of people with the last name shit. Mm. Uh, I'm
3: going no, to stick the by though. making my surname I suck balls.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, from bite. the uh, Lilyfield clan. Nothing uh, nothing Napoleonic there. No, <laughs> oh,
0: that's that sounds really tough. I
2: know.
1: All right, where's my fucking
0: thing? This is a cool mm-hmm. topic, by the way. I'm gl- yeah. I'm excited for this.
3: Good yeah, what is it again? <laughs> Shit.